0: Hello and welcome back to Anyone But Chester, the podcast for spite, where we drink beers and rate them very badly. Uh, My name is Matthew Smith and my co-host this week and every week is Ian Frost, Owen, hello. Hi there, Matt.
1: Nice to be here, as always. Very special week. We have another co-host with us for the whole episode today. Mm. Um, a good friend of mine, Cameron Tate, works for the brewery that we're actually trying tonight. Cammy,
2: welcome. Thank you very much for joining us. Good evening, gents. Nice to be here. Thanks for having me on.
0: Yeah, so we're going mi- to mix it up, freshen it for the listeners out there. Uh, so Cami's going to be with us all episode, Tasting the Beers, and then he's going to tell us about his dream bar. I've just met Cammy today. Seems like a nice, love lad. I don't know. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. We'll cut it out if not. You sent me some free swag: a box of beers and a nice pint yep. glass. And honestly, and I said this before the podcast said Honestly, it was. I almost burst into tears like I'd won won a Grammy. <laughs> I felt like I'd made it. I felt like that was it. It's... You were, you were ready to stop podcast. We hadn't even
1: released yeah. an episode.
2: Yeah, you I were was ready done. to
0: stop. I was done. I actually. I...
2: I actually felt any public forum would be the best place to finally say this, Matt, but, yeah, I will need some money for that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's why there was a receipt in the box, exactly. the reimbursement, yeah, yeah. right? And then uh. the court
2: code in the account number. It's still not arrived. We'll <laughs> wait.
0: I'll be, wait. be waiting a while
2: for that. Once the yeah. merch money comes in from the podcast. <laughs> oh,
0: here we go. Now he's been on the podcast for 20 <laughs> seconds. He wants profits from the merch money. No, Cammy
1: had heard our uh, sort of, lackluster reviewing, Matt, or our lack of knowledge, and he actually knows some stuff. He's not a fan of the yummy scale, which I'm shocked about because I feel like there's nothing confusing about it whatsoever.
0: Yeah, why wouldn't someone who gets paid to literally describe beers be really insulted that we're describing beers and going to describe his beers today as yummy or yucky? I, guess, on I just who- felt
2: that you could have done it in a slightly different way. I mean, if you're doing it a one through five scale, I mean, to just go from semi-yummy to y- I mean, what's the disparity between yucky Cammy, to? It's so yeah.
1: simple. You have yuck. You have very yucky, <laughs> yucky, <laughs> yummy, and very yummy. I don't understand the confusion behind this.
0: You can also oh, oh, find I'll this conversion it. chart in any reception or primary school <laughs> yeah. on their are going to teach
2: this in, in twenty 2020, twenty uh, 2021 curriculum, Owen Frost, uh, yummy scale.
0: My, um, oh. my girlfriend, actually, um, she listened to the podcast today and she had a, a one for the middle one, which was Yavridge. Which Yavridge? Which is Yavridge yummy. Oh. Bit, bit more hip. Yeah. Might get, the, might get the kids in. That sounded I weird. like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, might get down with a younger crowd. That sounded less weird.
2: <laughs> Matt I'm just gonna stop. Bit, no, I'm yeah. just gonna stop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. What happened now. to Matt? Oh, he's in jail. All oh,
1: right. <laughs> 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 I made it three episodes. It was longer than I thought. it was. No, so I like that. Yavridge. average, can get it. So, Cami, is that is that I does that work it. better for you?
2: You know what? That really turned it around for me. That's, I'll take that, yeah.
1: Perfect. So um, today, as we said, the two beers that we have got on, we've got the a day of beer, which is Steady Rolling Man today, but also, Cammy, the brewery you work for, Tempest, the Long White Cloud. This is kind of their flagship beer, so I'm really interested to have you on and for you to help talk us through it, get a proper opinion on it.
0: Yeah, I've actually never had a Tempest brewery beer until, well, since you sent me the box, Cammy, and I am I'm, I'm being fully converted. I mean I'm not being paid to say this, but um, I I've been fully fully converted into these bits. Do you want to do you want to give a brief overview of Tempest Brewery?
2: Yeah. So Tempest uh, started back in 2010 uh, and it was founded by a couple uh, Annika Miko and Gavin Miko Gav was over doing cooking and head chefing over in New Zealand or Canada I think it was and Annika and Gav crossed paths. Um I'd head it off. They met each other and they ended up kind of having this idea of setting up a brewery. Gavin was really inspired by kind of the flavours that New Zealand kind of offered. Going to know this, having travelled to New Zealand, the New Zealand beers got fantastic taste profiles to them. So he wanted to kind of bring that back to Scotland because British beer tradition, they was kind of traditional cascales, you know, lagers, nothing really kind of new world hop, citrusy beers that we all love today. Uh, he brought that back in 2010 to Kelso, uh, and that's where the journey started. Uh, over four years, they grew in popularity. And in 2014, we moved to our site uh, where we are today in Tweedbank. So there's 14 of us, usually uh, full time and part time combined uh, in the team. So we're still a very small team. That's kind of the brief history of it. And hopefully, moving into next year, we go into bigger, better things.
1: So if you guys are ready, I think we've all got them poured.
0: Let's tuck into these bits.
1: Okay, Cammy, we're about to try the uh, Long White Cloud. As you know, we are pretty novice at this. And working for a brewery, we thought it would be a good idea if you could actually give us some direction on how we should be drinking this and how we can get the flavours out. And for the listeners as well, if they didn't know.
2: An interactive podcast this week for everyone listening. <laughs> yes, if you actually better actually buy the beer, yes, It'd kind of help us actually if you would. So if you go yeah, to our buy website, buy the yeah. beer.
0: We'll just say that in interview like every four minutes, buy the beer. Yeah,
2: yeah so a little bit about this. this is a this is an extra pale ale. So the extra pale ale is not really a recognised style. So it's almost like if you could argue a subcategory of pale ales in general. So that's kind of where the extra pale ale kind of comes from. This beer predominantly uses New World Hop, not just in Long White Cloud that we're tasting today, guys, but also in Steady Rolling Man by Dea. They're all predominantly New World Hops, so they give you all those beautiful characteristics that we like from mango, guava, papaya, and that's kind of idea. The climate is so great over in these countries that British hop yield has never been as good. So kind of what we do first and foremost is really interesting is that rather than just diving in and going, mmm, yummy... (laughs) what do
0: you mean that's already already shits on our complete like format of the past episodes but go on Cammy
2: I'll take it over from here boys one of the things to first do is that if you take the beer and you almost put it under your chin and you give a sort of sniff up you'll kind of get the certain aromas that rather than just sticking your nose straight in you'll get so it would be interesting to see what you two kind of pick up. Just by always swirl your glass as well for everyone listening. If you're ever drinking beer, I always advise to swirl your glass, build up that head, gets all the esters and aromas from your malts to your hot profile to really come through. In this, for example, we should be smelling a lot of tropical fruits, a lot of stone fruits, from peach to plum, those kind of yeah. stone fruits. A lot of peach. Yeah, yeah, I'd say
1: peach. Yeah, peach and tropical yeah. fruits definitely I've come through. Never-
0: yeah, I've never actually swelled my beer. And that actually, you're 100% right. You get, as soon as I swelled it, I got like a bang up my nose of completely different smells. It was amazing.
2: So You're activating pretty much everything, Matt, in that, where you're actually getting all the flavour. You know, you're really giving them a chance to come through because half the time we just pour, don't we? And we yeah. dive straight in and we go, mm. yummy. That was it. <laughs> so that's kind of what you should get. Now what we can do is, is then what i is that you then want to go into your beer and take two or three kind of, short sniffs in now this is called the the bloodhound method the idea is that you're kind of resetting your your aroma side of things you should be getting completely different taste profiles Mm. so that might be your apricots your orange pine is pretty predominant actually i know i'm referring uh, to the next beer as well guys but day is a great example in in ipa and paleo producers you know that pine kind of flavor that you've both kind of seen and smell and drank and sort of taste in a lot of beers it's that kind of dank, kind of grassy flavor, isn't it? Raw onion, in a way, which is a weird characteristic to describe for a beer, but it's kind of that really hits you on the nose. But see, that's why we do this, where we're not just diving straight into the beer because you want to smell it from a distance. You get different esters and aromas. Then the bloodhound sniff, you kind of get different things. If, if you just stick your nose straight in, you get those predominant flavor profiles and almost they kind of take over everything else, lads. A great way to look at it is like, imagine if you're making a curry or sort of frying fish, for example. If you're in the house and you fried fish you don't smell it do you and then you invite your buddies round and they go my god what hell hole is this that we walked into <laughs> that's the idea that if you just dive straight into your beer all those overpowering flavors from your pine to your dank grassy notes they're just going to kill everything else mm-hmm. in the beer so if we now dive in boys and we kind of get a big deep sort of two three second smell that's when you get all the huge kind of malt pine kind of orange citrus tropical all those juicy fruits that we kind of know and love i think at this stage as well be interesting what you two think i think that's where the white wine flavor profile comes through and a bit of gooseberry
1: yeah maybe maybe a bit of gooseberry again it's difficult because when someone tells you you can smell something of course I think yeah. quite naturally you go oh yeah i can smell it
2: and one of the things that was interesting to come back to just to help out everybody that's listening and beyond is that one of the things that's really interesting that matt pointed out a few episodes back which is great about the this- idea about um dry hopping and bitterness and everything and if you dry hop you reduce your bitterness down everything one of the things that we're kind of seeing in in hops for example or hop compounds is alpha acids and beta acids so that's kind of thing that you've kind of briefly touched upon from your bitterness so alpha acids the chemical compounds found in the resin glands of the hot flower and that's what gives you a source of hot bitterness and so that's kind of where you get all that kind of bitterness that we'll be tasting when we drink the beer your beta acids are a source of your aromatic properties. So that's all the beautiful flavours that you guys smell in beer. So that's kind of a really important two types of acid. We've actually we've hopefully learned something today as well. So we can now stop and just enjoy the beer.
0: I have learned so <laughs> much. So <laughs> yeah. much already. Yeah.
1: Cammy, I want you here for every yeah. single episode. I'd love to That'd be amazing. Oh. That'd be good, yeah, yeah. You
0: Pretty know, good when job. it just puts you in perspective that you've done two episodes, and I'm glad we got you on sooner rather than later. Uh, two episodes of just utter dribble. We were talking about how things are yummy and yucky, and it's like, oh, for
2: fuck's sake. Now I just, yeah. Do we get the idea, right, it? is that once we... So we kind of we kind of all agree on those kind of flavours, don't we? So we're getting tropical, stone fruit, passion fruit, gooseberry, a bit of white wine, those kind of flavour profiles, I would say. The idea now that we're going to taste is that we're kind of just ticking off all the boxes that we've kind of already agreed upon when we've tasted the beer. Mm. So we it a nice swirl again, boys, and we try again. And that's where you get that real big bitterness. Long White Cloud is quite a bitter beer. Mm. Um, I think the popularity of Long White Cloud is, I love the word pintability. I think that's a really big thing in beer. I think nowadays you can go sometimes where you get so much flavor profile that you get some big double IPAs, as you two will know, where it's just all, whoa, that was a big beer. And you feel it. Mm. This is 5.4. I don't think it really displays... I don't think you get much booze with it. I think it's incredibly easy drinking as a beer, guys. I think you get that nice bitterness. And I think that harps back to the fact that I think bitterness is so important in beer because it gives you that drinkability that you come back to it. You know, you feel, oh, that that did something that parched my thirst for a bit, but I need to go back. It's why lagers are one of the most popular styles of beer in the world, you know, because at the end of the day, it's that bitterness. You want to go back. It's kind of that thirst quenching beer. Um, Yeah. I genuinely think Long White Cloud is a is a great beer.
1: I think it's a great phrase you've used, pintability. It's really. and Have that one, Owen. I like it. Yeah, I've never but... heard of that before, and I genuinely
0: wrote it down. <laughs> yeah. That's,
2: <like> that. That's <laughs> the
0: merch <laughs>
2: <pointability>. <laughs> But I think I think it's um... That's the phrase on the hoodie. That, <laughs>
1: <pointability>. <laughs> so, so with all these smelling and tasting things, is it important not to taste the beer before before you do this?
2: You just get so much more from it, Owen. I think if you just smell the beer because you're like oh man this is this is everything but one thing i would say to the lads is that it's really important that sometimes the the smell is almost better than the actual taste some people are really good at getting aromatic flavors in a beer mm. you kind of think oh boy this is going to be like a fruit punch bowl it's going to be beautiful and it's really difficult to actually replicate that in the the taste of the beer yeah, yeah. It's something that something that we you know, I think nowadays it's like you want to make a fruit forward beer. You chuck all, let's chuck all the mango we want to in the world. You might have the most mangoish juiciest nose be like, my God, this is going to be like a mango smoothie. And then you go to drink it and you find that it's just all been lost, you know. And that's a constant yeah. battle that brewers are playing with. But yeah, always, always smell your beer, I would say. It's just good because you just go, wow, that smells, smells great. <laughs> yeah. I've, um,
0: after last week's episode, uh, what you said Owen, is um, with the beers I have now, I now don't look at the, obviously I look at the uh, can, but I try and guess by smelling it as what's actually sort of they've added to it. And yeah, I've, I was probably someone I haven't done until probably a couple of weeks ago. Is just actually just smell my beer, obviously because I was probably having really like I was. There's no point in sniffing like a carlin. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're not gonna get out of it. But since we've been drinking these craft these craft beers, it's um, it's it's just appreciating it a bit more. Yeah, yeah, definitely. As you get, and it's also as well,
2: guys, one of the things I'm really passionate about, if you don't mind me saying, is that like this idea of like craft and small batch. I think. I've always phrased it slightly differently. I think it's just the difference between good and bad beer. Mm. I think craft is overused nowadays. You'll see for you two when you go into the shops, like Matt, if you go to your local bottle shop or Owen or myself or anybody around the world, because this podcast is global. (laughs) um, You said it not us. <laughs> I was paid to say that, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> you're not the meant one, to say well, you're that. You're not getting the money now. <laughs> yeah, God. <laughs> Why is there a man with a the gun? There? <laughs> but the whole thing, I think, is that um, just because you say we're craft or small batch, that doesn't. I don't think that means much. I think it's just there is that difference between. I think you make good beer. I think yeah, yeah. for us at Tempest, yeah. it's about making the best beer that we can make. And there's a slight. It's not selfish is the wrong word, but but want to make beer, it's a phrase that's used a lot of breweries, but we want to make beer that we really enjoy first and foremost, and also that people just genuinely enjoy. Every mm. beer we make, whatever style, the idea is that you don't really have to dissect it too much. You just go, damn, those guys, the team at Tempest did a good job of yeah. making a beer that mm. I want to go back to. For every brewery, for us, it's Long White Cloud, it's that going back to beer time and time again, I'd probably say for Daya, uh, speaking on their behalf, I think Steady Rolling Man for them is definitely the one that is their flagship beer, but it's that beer that if you saw that on a bar, guys, or you saw it in a bottle shop, you know if it was £5, £6, a £4, whatever price variant it was, you know what you're getting, yeah, and you're yeah. happy to hand over that £5 note to say, yeah, let's go for it. Yeah. This is going to be value for money, which I think is no, important.
1: I, yeah, I mean, I, as you know, I mean, I'm a big fan of... And I am might be angling to try and just get Tempest to send me a cap eventually, But i'm a big fan of everything that you guys do uh just to finish on on the long white cloud i think i have sort of jotted down i think it's a very very drinkable beer what i love about it it's uh, refreshing it's light and it's got a lot of tropical flavors come through it i'm a big fan of it as i have been for a couple of years now uh matt your sort of final thoughts on it
0: yeah no as you said owen I, i had tempest a couple of weeks ago and that was the first time i ever had it and it was i mean i've had the vermont sessions one modern hell's Powell armadillo i even said to you before the podcast started, i actually had one of the sour beers and it was i mean i'm not a massive fan of the sour beers i'm slowly getting there but i'm uh, not a massive fan and that was really tasty and like, it didn't overpower not to rhyme didn't overpower with the sour so another oh, idea another idea it's that. so <laughs> right in itself oh, right now isn't it Jesus. Oh. <laughs>
2: Like a if you, if a you want to pour. quote <laughs>
0: if you want to quote for that sour beer you can have that it will cost you but you can have
2: that <laughs> one thing i would really like is the brewers guilds uh, awards whatever it might be that are out there in the brewing world i think tempest would really appreciate uh it would be an absolute honor uh to know where on the yummy scale long white cloud sits that would be a great a great honor
1: podcast first
2: very yummy.
1: Oh, oh. It's, a, it's one of my favourite beers, Kevin. You know that. I'm so excited it? that we got it on history.
2: This,
0: uh... History <laughs> has been made. Can't even believe
1: it. What about yourself, Matt? Where are you giving it on
0: the yummy scale? I, I don't think I, I probably have, but I haven't never. I don't think I've had an extra pale ale before. It was unbelievably nice. With for 5.4, I could have more. So many more of those, and feel like I'm not. You know, I'm not. They're not, really up, they're not really heavy, they're not weighty, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna give it a very yummy. I'm gonna oh do it. it was, God. yeah, <laughs> that's my poor Hollywood handshake right there. It was <laughs> really good. That's the best beer I've had on this podcast so far, yeah. Uh, ah. But, but oh, no. yeah, <laughs>
2: we'll cut so let's cut it there. fine,
0: yeah, I, yeah. I'm a big fan of that. I can see why this is sort of the staple of, of the Tempest one. Um, and I really, really did enjoy it so. Yeah, mm-hmm. if anyone interested, it's a 330 milliliter cam. Uh, it's a 54 percent You can get them on the Tempest website for £2.30 a cam. And you can also get bundles for a 24-pack of £48, pounds, I believe.
1: Thumbs up from Cammy. you got that one. Thumbs up from
0: good. See, oh, I did good. my research. <laughs> um but, can yeah, I'm...
2: He really runs this. <laughs> shit, really <laughs> Jeez, Cami, thanks a lot. <laughs>
0: I've actually asked, um, and I'm not trying to blow smoke up your ass, Cammy. I've asked Gemma for to order some of these for Christmas.
2: Well, we're do actually. I feel really bad. This is not like a plug, but Owen, I think saw this yesterday, he messaged me. We're doing mini kegs for Christmas, mm. five liters, which is about eight eight pints around that uh, mark. Yeah, I saw the fresh draft beer at home that's the way they yeah. do it this year so
0: i saw the pal armadillo one is that the only one that's going on right now or is more
2: call me <sit> santa <laughs> <laughs> long white cloud hell is lager vermont sessions elementals the elemental porter which is the seasonal one that we're kind of doing and then long white cloud there you go sweet Might this is the too. worst ad read for a company
0: <laughs> do you like drinking lots over christmas <laughs> kegs
2: pubs <laughs> are closed drink at home kegs.
0: <laughs> okay so beer number two i know you frost is gonna have real rager about this one you've been telling me to taste these for, for a good month and a bit now uh is by Dea and the beer is called steady rolling man uh, it's pale ale, 5.2%. You normally get them for about five to six quid. I think I paid about £5.50 from my beer shop. Looks quite
1: cloudy, actually. I, I read earlier that it's got hazier over the years. They've, okay. uh, they've, yeah, they've sort of added to the haze. But I was actually brought onto this beer by the one and only Kame.
2: For my money, probably in terms of IPAs and pale ales, best in the UK.
1: I read earlier that they is kind of regarded as one of the, um, as you've just said, sort of the leading breweries for new england style beers it's sort of comparable to northern monk perhaps in sort of where
0: it yeah. where it sort of ranks yeah i'm seeing a um, lot more away. of it yeah i'm seeing a lot yeah. more of its uh, publicity and a lot more people uh, yeah. posting it online and on the socials right.
1: okay matt so now after everything we've learned with the long white cloud i'm gonna, gonna yeah, get my chin in swirling it around but it's quite full, so I can't swirl it around that well. <laughs> <laughs> so I can see you've got less than yeah. what you get in because mine's.
2: I love basic. as well that this is like so. You know, you're trying to do it like smell o vision. It's like free blokes just enjoy beer. Just uh, people listening while washing their dishes. Just there. Uh, <laughs> we'll get <laughs> yeah, on with please, it. Here. please bear
0: yeah. with us while we yeah. stroke Great our beers ears. onto our chin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Mm. Smells very citrusy. That's what I'm getting from it.
2: Well, I think I. I think. I don't, I don't know this is fact, uh, Matt and Owen, but I was looking into the hop makeup of this beer and traditionally I was finding that the four predominant hops are Mosaic, Amarillo, Anouk and Eldorado. So they're all pretty fruit forward kind of esters to the beer. So that's mm. why I get a lot of um, mango, grapefruit, peach. I get that really dank kind of, Grass, fresh yeah. grass, milk. I
0: that's, yeah. yeah, that's bang on. I'll get a lot of mango in this.
1: I think what Kenny says, mango and peach are definitely coming through here for me.
0: Shall I give the uh, description of what it says on the tin? See if we agree yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah. go on. See, go how on. Much, yeah. see how much jargon is in this. Really. Inspired by the ridiculously tasty hoppy beers we fell for, we got brewing our own versions over and over again while listening to the blues greats. The heady concoction of old-time blues records and juicy American hops transfixed us from the start and steady rolling man was born in these sessions. Incredibly soft and delicate with intense tropical fruit hop aromatics and saturation, this is our vision of the perfect pale ale. Do we agree wow. with that?
2: I mean, yeah. That was like yeah. a Robinson's fruit shoot um, Your voice is delicate. <laughs> you know. I, I, I actually <laughs> red, I, like I think
1: I do. I've just had I've just had a couple of sips of that um, while you're reading that out. And again, it's I've had it before, so I kind of know what it's about. Mm. I think what Cammy said about the Long White Cloud that it applies to this beer as well. And I think this is why I really enjoy the Long White Cloud and this is that they're both really drinkable. This is such a drinkable beer for me. Mm. Um, it's really soft. It's smooth heavy on the tropical flavors that you kind of smell when you
0: yeah i definitely i feel like this more is a uh summertime beer it's a 400 uh, it's a 500 milliliter can it's a 5.2 percent it doesn't really taste like a five point over a five percent uh goes down really smooth it's got soft as you i think that's a perfect yeah. description of it uh yeah i could definitely buy these in the summer Just drink what about
1: hang Can't on legal. what about a fancy festival beer
0: I mean, you definitely see it being sold down a festival. I, I, you know, a five-pound thing, I could probably have about three of these. You know, when you just get into the festival and you want yeah. to start start your bit right, definitely that. When you just got on that Glastonbury Hill. Yeah, um, yeah definitely those. I could definitely see it like that.
2: Yeah. Festival <laughs> beers are so hard, though, as you say, Matt, because, like, Owen's right, you would love that kind of beer, but you kind of feel it's wasted on, you know, and yeah. we've opened the festivals, you're like... Mm. I'm really, you know, can you imagine the three of us standing in a field just listening to heavy techno? Like, I'm really getting the soft uh, <laughs> just, touches on this. Bloody hell, this is too believe. Yeah. Grave, yeah.
0: Try, <laughs> trying to mosh while putting your beer on your chin must be yeah, a guy, unbelievably yeah, a guy difficult. Guy just
2: drooling next to us, going, "I'm a lawyer." <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Jesus, mate,
1: wow. Cam, <laughs> okay, you got anything to sort of add to what we've said, or have we I done just? I think
2: Steady is a, a great example. I think if you were going to say, if you had a pal or anybody out there, who's not really sure about good or let's call it craft beer or small batch, whatever you want to call it, everybody. um, I, I think you were going to give people, I think long white clouds, the same, I think steady rolling, man. I think there's a load of beers out there that if you needed to convince someone of like, you need to be trying this, th- this is the whole thing about what I do at my job. and I'm really passionate about it, is that it was trying to make people just really appreciate like that. It's almost the best way I describe it, uh, Matt and Owen, is that once you kind of get used to this taste, it's not about being pretentious or wanting to spend more money on things. It's just that that becomes kind of the norm for you. Mm. So that's so your taste, found, isn't it? Yeah. Exactly, Matt. So what I found was that we've all been there. When I was a student, I was drinking Foster's, Budweiser, Carla. I drank all that. We all did, you know. Um, we're all in lucky positions where we can afford to spend a bit more on beer. Mm you do get to a point as well where beer nowadays, the three of us and the rest of us are so lucky that we live in an era where you can get beer that's really good, uh, really good price. I mean, Matt was saying Long Cloud's like 2.30. Mo- Edinburgh, I know Matt's in Southampton, but like you can get good- Fiverr pretty much. Is, you can get a good beer, 4.50. I mean, that's not not breaking the bank, is it? No. You can get a damn uh-huh. good beer and enjoy an evening, you know, four or five you, yeah. and Yeah, yeah I was it's, gonna say, it's, what, it's
0: what you'd spend on uh,
2: in the pub. For a party, yeah. so uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. No, um, crack it. Crack and beer, great choice, Matt. I know, really good choice. Yeah.
1: So I think this brings it on to the all important uh, Matt and Cammy. Where are you giving it on the yummy scale? Extra yummy. Extra. Yeah, yummy. Very, yeah, very yummy, Matt. Where are you going? Oh,
0: yeah. I'm giving it a yummy. Oh. It's it is really nice. Don't get me wrong, and I will buy more just for the price. No, no. Like if you Cam- took the, the price out of it, it, took the price out I can't. Out like, it. I can't.
2: I got mine yeah. for four pound. If that helps, so maybe you're shopping in the wrong place. Oh yeah, but... definitely,
0: I'm shopping in the wrong place. Um, <laughs> Who you know? The thing is, it wasn't as good, it wasn't as good as the long white cloud, and that's probably if I'd have gone. Oh, okay, then it's, it's... <laughs> <laughs> me, me. and Cammy are now we will we, we'll be wed by the end of this podcast?
2: Um, Matt, you just got added to the Christmas card list twenty twenty in the Tate Bremner clan. But... <laughs> and Matt,
0: we cut the podcast. It's done. The aim is done. Um, no yeah I just got, got basing it on was it as tastier or, or as tasty as a long white cloud I'd probably say no it was really good and these are probably the best two beers that we've had on the podcast yeah, so far yeah. I definitely would recommend them to anyone and I'll probably uh, when we you know when you sort of go especially on like zoom quizzes or stuff like that and you're just looking for your sort of just something tasty not just that you just get pissed on I'll probably go for one of these two so yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, yummy on literally almost a scale of extra yummy, but it just didn't punch it, Someone's I got mean, to be strict out of the three of
2: us. Yeah,
1: so. no, no, no. I think you'll be surprised because I'll, I'll say this beer, as I think Cammy's uh, said, it is such a good benchmark to say to people mm. this is what a good hazy pale ale should be. This yeah. is what it is. I'm only going to give it a yummy. I love it i love it but if you were going to give me this or a long white cloud and i'm not just saying it's trying to get that cap off tempest but if i'm gonna if you want to send it it, then yes it's a Um, (laughs) but if i'm gonna sit for an evening and drink something and not get Mm. bored of it i think that the long white cloud has more flavor to it this is very easy to drink but the long white cloud offers a bit more to me than this does but it is as I say, benchmark for um, hazy IPAs, hazy parallels. So I'm going to give this a very strong yummy.
2: But that's see, that's the that's the amazing thing about beer, guys in general, is that like all three of us have different kind of preferences. Like I think that's an extra yummy. I could sit and drink that all night with you two in a pub and and have a great night. But I could also drink lots of long. Like Cl- you know, that's the great thing. Mm. I still appreciate it, but you know, everyone's got different tastes, and that's what that's what's great about craft beer is that it does it. Yeah. One of the things that I've always loved is that like, it's incredibly inclusive. It's not, I've always been the type of guy, it's like, whoever you are, you know, let's get you into tasting good beer. And that's, that's an amazing Mm. thing. That's the best thing about the job is that I've said this to him many times, Matt, that, you know, you just meet people and you kind of, first time everyone tries a beer they've never tried a west coast ipa or an extra pale ale or a, or a decent lager or whatever it might be it's a great feeling and they come over <clears> and they say man that was a damn good beer thanks for a great night it's a pretty pretty cool feeling you know like yeah oh, I bet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah getting all teary now
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i guess uh, the, but, i mean the, the only regret i have is that i didn't get into it sooner because obviously when you're when you're 18 19 even yeah. 20 going to uni you just want to get pissed and drink as cheaply and as most quantity as possible but you, when you're just starting out with beer and this is just, I, I can't speak for everyone but when i starting out with beer it just tasted like shit because you're having like your fosters your carlin your carlsberg and then if i had something like this it would have just helped if i have just yeah. switched my brain on someone just gone there's actually more out there than like the four pints that a Weatherspoon's is going to sell you <laughs> um yeah I just wish I'd got onto these sooner rather than when I was like 25, because that's kind of when I actually started. Um, it's, so really, I could...
2: it's really it's really, difficult as well, because uh, I one of the things I always like to do when I got the job and Gavin and gave me the job at Tempest, I didn't want to become the guy. I'd always been a fan of beer prior to Tempest joining, Tempest, sorry. But that was one of the things that I've noticed when I'm out with my partner, Laura, um, I'm very particular now about where we go and drink in Edinburgh. Yeah. That's where I'm from. And uh You'll be like, well, these guys do these pints, so the food's really good, but the beer selection, nah, not so much. And I'm not the type <laughs> of guy that would be. And then I see people, you know, I'll drink something, I'll be like, hmm, it's got a lot of off flavors. I don't want to be that guy. And I'm like, oh god, like I'm not enjoying this. And Laura's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I just can't can't he do this? You know, I just walk out. <laughs> have you I'm ever have you ever so... sent a beer back and said it was shit? Yeah. Can you do that? Yeah. You have. Yeah. Yeah, Fuck. yeah. Well, but, but that was a problem because genuine, it was a, it was, I remember very well, sadly, another, another sour point. It was a, it was a cask ale. It was actually during what's been a really interesting year for everyone around the world. Hadn't, one of the things I wanted to do when I had my first beer back in a pub is I wanted to have cask ale because, you know, cans and everything kind of replicate keg. It's not the same, obviously, as you both know, but I wanted to do a real ale, you know, that kind of experience next to a stove, like that real kind of good boozy kind of pub experience that was great but then a few weeks later i was really on the cash train and i it had, it had soured so it'd been sitting on in the lines too long and you it didn't i genuinely didn't drink it and that yeah. wasn't me being nasty and yeah. you have to have that really awkward conversation where you're like oh that beer's soured and then they go that's fine and you're like well actually it's not i, I think you'll find and then you put the business card away because you don't want to get mugged off so, <laughs> uh, <so. laughs> i might need to sell to that pub as well in a few weeks, yeah so. <laughs>
1: So that is the Long White Cloud and the Deus Steady Rolling Man. I think it's safe to say that we are all big fans of it. It's, uh, as Matt says, probably the best-reviewed beer that we've had on the podcast so far. Cammy, thank you so much for joining us and helping us walk through how we should be tasting our beer in the future and also helping, in, helping the listeners. Now, on to the bit that I think I'm really looking forward to, your own bar. Does that sound Okay.
2: Passable well, or <laughs> Imaginary Bar,
0: Cami. I'm excited to hear this. Please, we are the builders of this imaginary bar, the dream bar that you want. Let's go with it. So I'll start, start with the first question, something that's sort of kept rolling since uh, episode one. Is there
2: a real sort of rolling common theme The best theme I would sort of describe it as is bougie. 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 How 2020 Um, of you. No, my kind of probably that kind of, bougie might be the wrong word, but when I was thinking about it for the two of you, kind of that really cracking boozer that everyone loves going to, uh, open fire, like big kind of lever chairs, really comfy, kind of that really sit down, enjoy a few pints with your mates, that kind of. Vibe, so it's not like a theme like underground weird pubs like some people have done in this podcast. It's a bit more of a standard kind of really good, easy drinking. Pub.
1: Just a normal pub. No, it's a not somewhere pub. where you think you're gonna get murdered when yeah, you're sort yeah. of walking. We know fecal
2: room. matter brought up in this. <laughs> this, is a, this is a professional gig now, guys, with the three of us. So yeah. right. so this is when that guy comes after me. He's like, I'm gonna find out where this can guy is. <laughs> that, I mean,
1: when you <laughs> say a pub like... anyway, so it's so close, so. <laughs> no, that's true. He doesn't. <laughs> but when you. You say a pub like that that kind of gets me thinking of the countryside is this a pub that you're maybe mm. more angling to be out in the country or is it in the city center
2: so this is this is something on that i would want like i live in edinburgh at the moment i don't know if matt has this down in southampton but i think there is something i would like is kind of bringing that into the city mm. like kind of that cool kind of destination pub where it's just a place where you just want uh, some good food and some good beers, wine, whatever it might be. You can kind of come to this place and it's kind of becomes known as the place that you go. And I've always wanted, genuinely, this is something, when you told me about this question, I was like buzzing for this. It was like me doing my dissertation again. And um, it would be trying to create a, a vibe where regulars come and it becomes really synonymous with like essentially like how I met your mother is what I'm looking for <clears> everyone <throat> just comes and they have their booth <laughs> yeah and a place where people just really enjoy coming and they feel really relaxed and a place that they kind of just know is going to always be great that's my kind of vibe so if I come into your pub
1: and my booth is taken yeah what what do I do now is that is that I mean is that something you're trying to get that you just come in you feel at home this is where you come to after long day at work you come in or weekend this is what you head for
2: yeah so i wanted it not to be kind of you didn't have to think about it you come in and people like you're if you and matt came into the pub you would know where you sit kind of thing you kind of that unspoken rule that you kind of see in pubs where there's always a couple men and women uh, who, who drink in that pub or whoever drinks in that pub it's kind of their space you know what i mean Maybe so it just... has
1: potential to kick off though if i, I was gonna here, say right, yeah, if what, yeah what's I'm... the protocol
0: here i've me and, me and fro me and frost are buzzing yeah. we're gonna get in on regular chairs i'll paint you a work picture in yeah. Callie. we're buzzing i'm ready to get about four pints deep and i've had a long week he's had a long week
2: and scrapping the bouncer for yeah. no reason <laughs> <laughs> stuffing a 10 pound note down the guy's <laughs> pocket there you he's go there. Mate. Yeah.
0: Yeah. we're in this and i look around people in my in our seats <laughs> am I allowed to go over? Yeah.
2: My I allowed to go over and tap on the I away. Yeah, well, well you two off. have you two have a right because you would have business cards by then, and you could you know just lean in and go. The, you know who I am, slip the business card <laughs> across anyone but Chester Podcast, find it on Spotify exclusive. See you later, boys, and then just walk away. And then come over to me and be like, Cam, sort this out. And then Fima uh, Donna is just working it out, yeah. So, yeah.
1: so that's basically saying that our business card has no sway, we've got to still go over to you yeah. and get you to clear them out of the booth,
2: yeah. Because the guy's gone, What the hell's this <laughs> to, to the side, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But I, I, I would, I, um. I've gone real deep on this because one thing is you know, you kind of do that thing about the, the size. It's not really boost, it's actually like the idea is like sharing tables. It's one of the things I really wanted to bring back, especially in 2020, what's gone on. The idea is that this basically is 60 covers, really dialed it in for you to give you a scope of how maybe you'll fit in this pub. So it's like 60 covers, the idea being and that's across 10 tables, so six people put a table. And the idea was that I was just trying to do a nice thing where I've always loved the pub. And I think Owen and yourself, Matt, have mentioned this. I think pubs are a great place for conversation. And, and I wanted to create a pub where whether you're just with a mate, so two of you or there's a group of six, you can book it or you can be three and a two and a couple, whoever it is. That's where the best nights come, where you just meet randoms and you have these great stories that we creating this pub where there's always a conversation. It's just that you're
1: you're forcing me to socialize with people I don't know. No, that's
2: why you and Matt have got your own booth because I go, don't go near those two. (laughs) (laughs) They they, they (laughs) don't like to be disturbed. Yeah,
0: Yeah, we don't like to be disturbed by the common public.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The funny thing is, though, right, I don't know if Owen ever said this for any of the listeners and for Matt as well. This actually started because me and Owen were one time catching up and we kind of discussed this, I remember, Owen, where the whole idea was that. Owen was thinking one day he would land in lots of money and he would love to own a pub and I had this running joke that Owen just put on piles of weight had a pit bull dog and just all he was going to hire me under minimum wage might I add and um, was going to just sit in this pub ordering <laughs> copious amounts of beer that we didn't need all the food in the world and just shouting at customers like this is my pub I run this yeah so this <laughs> is, I think that's where the idea I see came. it's Bill oh, Mitchell yeah. <laughs> he,
0: his, <laughs> I, his dream was to be
2: <laughs> yeah. Cammy, forgive
1: Forgive me, Matt might know, but I when you say 60 covers, I don't really know what that means, really. So That's 60 people and a 60 like, people. The
2: limit, so, the limit to the people, sorry. Yeah.
1: So you're thinking this is quite a small. This kind of brings me on to the question of what size is your bar? You're looking for a smallish bar. You go there, as you say, you're going there for the conversation, not a Guinness Infinity Pool, not people running around on horses jousting each other, just a normal conversation. Intimate,
0: intimate. Oh. Can I just, um, can I just interject because the hypocrisy coming out of Iron Frost's mouth.
1: It's what do you mean? What are you talking about? Fucking
0: unprecedented. <laughs> oh, yeah, again. Raging. Yet again, yet again. My eyes have fire in them. I'm <laughs> raging. Oh, my God. What about? You, and I've, wrote, I've ri- written this down. I've wrote this down, either one of them. Um, you went, oh, you're making me talk to strangers. Well, you were literally canvassing. Oh, I really love being in front of the bar and getting my pie and talking to these pissed up old people. I didn't say talking. Not one no, point no, no, did no, but I it I was say implied. talking.
1: It was implied. You'd no, lie. it wasn't yeah, implied. It it it's implied. implied. You're elbowing. You're elbowing each no. other. It's survival of the fittest. That's what I miss. Survival of the fittest. Trying to give the old man a little elbow, get ahead of him. I don't want to talk to him. I don't. I don't. I don't want to engage in conversation with them. I just miss what I'm trying to say. Is I think you've missed pursued what I was saying I think a pub oh, I'm the press, press now am I? <laughs> yes <laughs> everyone knows sure. what you said this is fake news <laughs> <Is this laughs> <a song? laughs> you're
2: fake news I also enjoy though the image that Matt created for everybody is that Owen you know we're all standing outside the three of us and Owen's like boys just stick with me you know you'll be alright elbows out just <laughs> running into people yeah. like no reason to hurt these people. Yeah. They're just going about their own business. Everyone's <laughs> like that. Get out of my way. Do you know how I am? Chucking business cards. Everyone's like, just leave this guy. Just let him be. You know? Just a human no.
0: combine harvester. Just gets through.
2: Smoking, lighting up cigars.
0: <laughs> 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 this puff daddy coat. But, but going back to, again,
1: say Matt, Matt's it's put Matt into a bit of a fury with these sharing tables because he doesn't think, well, he thinks that uh, I don't want to talk to people like that. But is it, Are you trying to get people, you go to the pub, you go with a friend, but you leave with a couple other friends? That sort of romantic idea that you yeah it's a community This
2: probably it's not, not going to age well because that's something I've tried not to do so far today is like you know bring it back to what's going on but 2020 in the kind of world that we live in I think people have lost that I think something that I I really love is kind of the interaction with you two this evening or being in a pub environment that's what people have really missed you know a mm. place where you can socialise like yeah. whatever we say like a pub or a restaurant or a cafe whatever people love it because you're interacting with people you really care about so I want mm. to create a pub where you go away it might just be that it's a Thursday night and you're just going to watch the football or just going to catch up with a buddy but you kind of leave with a great story and you kind of met somebody I think there's a real romance to that it sounds really mm-hmm. cheesy but I think that's really nice so what the the
0: uh I guess so, not your life that sounds really I don't know <laughs> encompassing but your whole your youth anyway sort of your te- late teens to your, your mid-20s <laughs> it's based on these just stories that you gather at the pub or out and you kind of want to encompass that to really get not a nostalgia feel because you can't feel it right then but when you look back on it in about five years time you have so many good memories in that she short span I feel just lights a fire in my heart a little bit yeah. Says, it's like oh, the great yeah. quote.
2: I don't, I don't know who said it and I don't want to offend any vegans or vegetarians, but no great ideas were uh, made over eating a salad. You know what I mean? <laughs> the idea is that you go to the pub and like, you kind of, you know, that's where the best conversations yeah. naturally yeah, occur yeah. Right, as you're saying yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. So,
1: so I've, I feel like you're touching on this, but um, one of the questions we've sort of fired across to you to have a look at is how would you best describe if you could put it into a word, the ambience of your bar? That is a very, very good question.
0: I guess it'd be cheery, I mean, right?
2: Yeah.
1: I think intima intimate is... Int-
2: for, yeah. for intimate is, I think, would work good, as mm. you say. Yeah. Intimate or just friendly. place where anyone can come in and they go, I feel comfortable in here, yeah. is what I'm going for. So, yeah, I feel like you're on,
0: yeah, I feel like you're on the cusp of saying the cheers slogan where everybody knows your name, and you're <laughs> trying to refrain from not saying... <laughs>
2: I was yeah, no one would it's bring like, oh, you are so to say <laughs> yes. it's fine, yeah. They're not going to yeah, sue yeah, us, sorry. it's fine. No, <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, yeah. we've established it, we've yeah. established yeah. this. <laughs> we <laughs> yeah. can, we're not
0: affiliated with them, apparently, so yeah. it's fine. <laughs> yeah.
1: You've got, or an, all important, you've only got one beer to serve or one drink to serve from each category. So, what is your one beer? your one cocktail and your one wine that we're going to find on your menu
2: at this pub. So I went for the beer, I went for the style of table beer uh, with the idea being that th- this is a beer style that traditionally floats between 28 to 3.2%. Comes back to that theme that we talked back in the first part of the podcast, pintability. So I think there's a real nice thing in just walking into a pub and kind of knowing that if you look at a board, there's just, You don't have to think, right, that's a third, that's two thirds. I think that works really well in some places. But in my pub, I just don't want you to have to think too much. And the idea that you drink a few of these, but you can still go home after four or five with with your head intact. That was my idea around the table beer, for example.
1: So you're not getting in the Guinness pool, having a little bit of a swim around, saying yeah. you're in my the office and then right coming out My next
2: home. door to uh, the Infinity Pool pub and the uh, sort of Edwardian sort of, uh, what was it, the timely sort of <laughs> underground pub. We're all rivals. I'm winning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Marker is so- laid down. Let's go, lads.
1: So-, <laughs> so that's your beer. What is the cocktail?
2: I thought... Uh, I went with espresso martini Oh, I, I love I, an espresso I, yeah, martini I mean it's hard not to like yeah, I think that's espresso. a beautiful blend between kind of having something that you know gives you enough of a caffeine hit that your night mm. can go on late into the evening the 3am yeah. go to the kebab store you have a munchie box you know but also have a bit of class about you they go that guy's drinking a espresso martini I like that guy, Yeah.
0: because <laughs> that's what we always say when I see people walking down the street drinking their espresso martinis. I'm like, check that guy yeah. out! Matt, just like guy.
2: wasted on espresso yeah. martinis and shoving a kebab, half kebab, in. And i was like, As a classy individual. I've got a real bougie glass in one hand and a kebab yeah, in the yeah. other. I bet he was at Cammy's bougie pub. Whatever yeah. <laughs> <laughs> clientele we want.
1: Yeah. And uh, last but not least, uh, what's the wine you're going to serve up
2: to folk? Nice, easy drinking Sauvignon Blanc oh yeah very nice yeah, very nice yeah the idea being on oh, matt it's just again harps back to the whole theme of really good quality but affordable and accessible i love a sauvignon blanc uh, it's one that refreshing I to, so yeah exactly, yeah. exactly matt, refreshing. nice all love the it. tasting notes that we've learned this evening so yeah
1: so the next question we come on to i think we're all a big fan of and it, it does make it makes a good bar or pub a great pub what are the bar snacks that you'll be serving so you get one free and one paid for
2: this was so difficult I'm going to mention two free snacks. You can cut a bit out if you don't want me to mention two. <laughs> Might cut really both. Difficult to, <laughs> exactly. really difficult fact, to do you think you
0: can say two?
1: Andy Lewis
0: has gone for two, two
1: locations. Cammie's going for two snacks.
0: We need to install some
2: order here. This is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. They're running amok. Who do muck. you think you are? <laughs> yeah. um, right, so go on my then. free snacks would be Smith's scampy Fries, because I love a oh. scampy fry pack in a pub. Or the beautiful... Have you ever had the Honey, mutts, honey Mustard Pretzels by Snyder's? I have not. Unreal. You've never had them, on no. like Yeah, these are the kind of snacks you want. Makes you want to drink more beer, you know. So thinking from a purely profit point of view
1: Wilcox, oh. he's been speaking well,
0: to Wilcox yeah. i <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> yeah. got him on speed dial he's like look you know how do I make money mate um, <laughs> the
0: fiscal spreadsheet is fully out <laughs> yeah
2: fiscal, yeah yeah yeah. if you could figure out all the bottom line red red line what is uh, what's your paid one then this is a bit of a rogue choice but I'll, I'll run it by you because it's quite niche to Edinburgh sorry so for anyone that's not in Edinburgh it kind of splits over two ways again I'm breaking all kinds of rules but hey you only live once um, so in the afternoon Between 12.30 and 4.30 p.m., I'm going to try and get Albie's Sandwich Bar, which is one of the best sandwich bars here in Edinburgh. Unbelievable. That salty bread, kind of the big stodgy, the house fries with your beer, with your wine, espresso martini. And then we cut down to the evening, gents. And what we would do is is on a two week rotation, we do do independent food vendors from around the UK. And they come, we maybe take a 10% cut or a 200 pound deposit and they can showcase (laughs) their food for two weeks. And then we swap that every two weeks. So the idea is that you've got 12. You've got 12. You've got 12 so, sorry, this is bar to, currently uh, being built.
0: And like, you, want, you and your business manager have now discussed this. So just plug it Brian.
2: Anyway. Brian, Brian could you come in, please? Yeah, I think we've got some sponsors. So, um, yeah. But, essentially, but yeah, the idea being that you kind of keep things fresh because it's a two-week cycle, but you're not taking too much from them. And they can mm. showcase. So people are like, oh, my God. Because I felt before, I don't know what you two felt, but a week is kind of too short because it's like, you might really crave that a second yeah. week. So I was like, do it rotation. And over the course of the year, you've got a nice split.
1: Yeah, that is, you have definitely out of uh, the first two guests we've got on, you've definitely been the most, I feel like this is a passion of love, Matt, mm. more than I, I feel like this is, I love that idea. I yeah. genuinely, I love, I think we sort of spoke about, the hanging Back, Matt's been there as well. That rotation. Oh, they're sponsoring Be-
2: you. Yeah, oh, they are. I'm trying. Oh.
1: <laughs> but no, that rotation, I think that's amazing. I, I love that. It keeps a place vibrant and fresh.
2: My favourite part of the podcast, Matt, in the first episode, nobody knows your two history. You're coming in completely, you know, punching fists like Mike Tyson, first rounds. like, And, and no one goes i know matt you love the toilets and everyone's just like where's this going <laughs> just straight away everyone's yes, like, well, what the hell like yeah, i send think about pictures that. of the urinal i'm like yeah. boys whatever you do in your spare time
1: <laughs> but he does love the toilet i do love those <laughs> toilets okay,
2: but also as well we need to what'd be really nice just you can cut this out what'd be really cool is that i hear that you've only been to edinburgh once right Matt?
0: Correct yeah. everybody's You, need to, me, you
2: yeah. need to come up and do a live podcast from the hanging back. That'd be unreal.
0: Oh my God. I mean, oh that my. would be. The We'd be t- setting the, the dream, toilet wouldn't wouldn't Yeah, I just said you the can toilet. link Can we do it, it from the
2: link toilet? Link it there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Just like big boom mic, like me hanging yeah. over. Like, there you go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, so I love that. So you've got your free and your paid. I'm really quite into your paid, paid food, but I. I what we've decided as well, are you going to have kind of
2: any amusements to the bar? So the, the few things I wanted was uh, I don't want to have any TVs in my pub. Again, Ooh. this constant theme of just having conversations. Mm. Um, I just kind of want to keep it like that. I'd have dart uh, dartboard because I think any good pub needs to have a good dartboard. Yep. And then I kind of wanted to have that thing around sharing. So this is really cheesy, but I thought about things like board games. So like Hungry Hippo, dominoes connect 4, Scrabble. Drunk connect 4 is one of the best evenings, you know. Four reds in a row. No, it's not. And then sneak one in, you know. So that's <laughs> that kind of... Um,
1: Love it. And then, I mean, we have had a resurrected Bob Dylan, a resurrected, resurrected uh, Freddie Mercury playing on the piano, the best hits. I mean, what, what music are you playing in this uh, in this bar? Are you going, are
2: you hitting out there or? I love I love my records and my vinyls. I've got one at the house. I'm really into my vinyls and the old records. I love the kind of whole sleeve and kind of, I think it's a beautiful sound, guys. So what I would do is, we would do like vinyl records would be the thing. So the idea is it's like constantly playing throughout the week. So there, you can go up and you can select the vinyls you want to put on. Mm-hmm. Any customer, you know, obviously respect each other, let a vinyl play out. Don't just be like one one track in, it's fucking shite. And then chuck it away. <laughs> um, as we move on throughout the week, guys, the idea would be the heart. about something I'm very passionate about is that on a Saturday night, we would do a Saturday disc sharing night so local musicians would come and spin their records of their favourite musicians and then they could do a and a
0: Right Cammy if you had to pick like five of your top vinyls
2: what would you put in? So I think one of them would have to be a classic ABBA album I think everyone loves a bit Oof. of ABBA
0: I did not uh, see that coming
2: I, Yeah there you go Man of Mystery man <laughs> Arcade Fire, they're one of my favourite bands from Canada. Bombay Bicycle Club, Elbow, I would put on vinyl as well.
1: I think Elbow would go really well.
2: Mm, um, Could you imagine at quarter to 12 or... Playing One Day Like This is the ending song with everyone just like swaying back and forth with lots of pints of table beer. I mean, it's Well, we're not
1: pissed about. on table beer, though, are we? We're just. We well, are sort of after a few. Let's not get it. Once <laughs> <laughs> you've got 24,
2: mate, like you'll, be, you'll be laughing. Bruce Springsteen, because Thunder Road is my go to karaoke song. So I love. Me and my it's dad, those are my song. favorite gigs. Me and my dad, we saw Bruce Springsteen play at Murrayfield for over three and a half hours, and it was wow. unreal. Good picks, good picks, good picks. That should be no, your outro.
0: <laughs> Once again, I think the lawsuit would come very thick and
2: fast. <laughs> um, oh, this is Bruce Springsteen's lawyer. Oh, and, oh, God.
1: And last but not least, kind
2: of, I'm not assured
1: that we're going to see any in your bar like the previous two. Maybe so, but have you got any quirky elements in this bar that you'd like to add?
2: You know what, oh, and I think it's like the theme is that it's just, uh, I don't want to be boring, but it's just that kind of really go-to pub. That's what it is. It doesn't really have any features. It's not got knights fighting at sword point or jousting or jesters. It's just, you know, a cracking wee boozer. There.
1: I think you just saying it to me now, It's it's somewhere, as you say, this is, this is somewhere I want to go. It's not that I've not wanted to go to Wilcox's. I want to go
2: just to fucking see. The other two pubs I didn't really want to go to no, for no, the, no. the podcast. I had to say I wanted to go. Yeah, yeah. Wilcox's just Tractually sounds like. obliged, like, yeah. yeah.
1: It's almost, I, I love your idea. If you did a nine to five job every Friday night, that's where you're turning yeah. up with your mates. I think, Matt, you but have you got a name?
2: Yeah, the name of the pub is the Contemplating Pint. Oh. <sighs> Oh, again,
0: another it's, it's solid contemplating that idea. Oh, that, that wasn't yeah, straight off the Calfini exactly. What happened.
2: you ever seen okay. Always uh, Sunny in Philadelphia when the Love guy's that. got the big whiteboard and he's got all the red string? That was like me. Like, is it contemplating? Contemplate? The pint <laughs> the pub? Contemplate. Yeah, that was yeah. <laughs> contemplating bite, though, yeah. I just think that has a really... Because I like the idea... It, it kind of harks back to Owen, something we talked about, but the idea when you go to a pub and you know, that first pint you have or wine, gin, whatever you like, kind of the con. I, I love the idea of something that you contemplate to think what you're going to have next. Cracking, really? cracking
0: stuff. I like I'm, it. I'm loving it. I like, the, I like um, it. the feeling of obviously we come in sort of like a Nando's black card and we walk through and then yeah. we just get sat down. No questions asked. And I also feel the absolute big headedness of kicking people off my chair. That's That's why why I started the podcast, really.
2: Exactly. exactly.
1: I feel feel unlike the previous two we've had on, this one is far more like, it's it's a realistic, it's somewhere you'd like to go, isn't it? The other two is a far more of a realistic bar. I'd love to go. It It hits a lot of nails on the head for me. I think like you said, Cammy, going to the pub,
0: bar, things like that, it's, it's a social experience. That's mm. what you go there for. Yeah, I think it's something that we all want. I mean, actually, I could just say what I want uh, probably <laughs> since I was 18 is to go somewhere that you know is great and you're going to have a good time and you can be with your friends and you can talk yeah. so that people know your name, not to quote Cheers.
1: Um, <laughs> no, Cammy, absolutely love your bar. We've got, again, there's Being in the sort of podcast game, the biggest reason why we did this was one to spite Chester. The second reason was to sell merch. So, Cammy, do you have anything that you think that we could sell towards the masses?
2: Yeah, I've got, uh, I've got a few ideas. So, because the fact that you're a beer-led podcast, first and foremost, so I think bar blades for opening up bottles and, and whatnot, I think is a good idea with anyone but Chester. Or mm-hmm. you could even have the slogan pintability that we've taken on tonight, I boys. It, yeah. uh, I think glassware, The the logo... That Owen made, I think, on a glass would be really cool. I would love that. glassware for the yeah.
1: podcast. We've, we've we've spoke, Cammy, a little bit of an insight. We've Matt and I have spoke about this, and um, I think no matter what happens with this podcast, he and I are we're going get to them. get, yeah, gonna get a hoodie made up and some glassware with a logo put on. So, I'll love that, son. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Just um, just uh, if there's any listeners out there who are like glass merchants who think we're not, you know small enough or we won't accept your free gifts we will. <laughs> we will so please do send them and we will pick you up sorry carry we, on <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> let me interject we will accept we will accept any sort of Thanks, bribes well. <laughs> or free shit
0: you want to send us we will yeah. talk about it. don't think we're too big now to not mention it we will mention it
2: the the last two i just went a bit wild but i thought they're really fun So it links back to the fact that you guys do a beer podcast. I thought every month you could set up a beer subscription box that has one of each of the beers for the first season. And in people's own leisure, they could drink through the beers, like replay the episodes rather than Mm. in the live moment. Or to extend on that slightly, as you could then connect it with a brewery, they make an exclusive Anyone But Chester beer that goes in the box. And every season you launch the box. But the one that I really loved and because i just like playing around with names was that i'd love if you got an exclusive beer for the podcast so just some ideas the the style of the beer would be the roasted chestnut which would be a five percent vanilla and coconut porter i know you guys aren't too hot on that but the the main reason i wanted to do a roasted chestnut was purely for the namesake the idea being that it would either be calling harping back to the original man himself chester
0: so i love it where were you pre-production that would have been <laughs> yeah, this would have been a whole different game I mean, Owen would have been out of this podcast I don't know what I'm two still minutes. doing here yeah wow yeah, I,
2: just
0: I actually I love that roasted Chester I think would be yeah I that's love roasted Chester that's funny um,
2: because could you imagine him sitting in his sad little flat drinking the beer that's roasted Chester he's like fuck those Matt and Owen guys like, I love the fact, old fact old
1: that old you've man. never met Chester but you've <laughs> just, <laughs> you know he's got a sad little flat you two. you're my boys, you're yeah, my fuck, boys. That guy. fuck that
2: guy
1: fuck that guy yeah i yeah, love that yeah cammy those are some fantastic ideas so anyone out there we are a global podcast if uh, you can help us out and set us up with that we would love to sell that again we're in the merch business so please hook <laughs> us up
0: I think it's been a great episode. I've learned a hell of a lot more than the first two, <laughs> uh, especially about the tasting. Uh, Cami, thank you so much for coming on. Um, Tempest Brewery, if you are ever fancy checking them out, they've got a bunch of other different sort of pale ales, beers, whatever you want, have a look on tempestbrewco.com. Uh, please go check them out. I can't recommend them enough, even though I only tried them out two weeks ago. Uh, Cami. yeah, thank you so much for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure.
2: Yeah. Thanks so Thank- much, Matt. Pleasure. Yeah, no,
1: thanks a lot, Cammy. Again, can only echo what Matt said. Tempest Brewery. You ever get a chance to check him out, please do.
0: All right. Well, I guess we should probably say adios and all that sort of jazz. Please do go check us out on the socials, anyone but Chester or Lowercase on Instagram. Please do send Owen an email because he has nothing else to do Still in the days. Still not got one, Matt. Still yeah. not got one. Still waiting on that first email. Anyone but Chester, hotmail.com. We will respond. Don't think we're not big enough to not respond. We will respond to them. Uh, please do add, raise, subscribe, all the podcast jargon. Please do keep listening because we do really appreciate it.
1: Thanks so much. Yeah, thanks so much for all the support. Uh, We've really appreciated it so far.
0: Episode four, baby. Yeah, do it.